and uh, you know anything that you can build with uh, as as a child. It gives you freedom. It gives you freedom to construct and uh, explore and understand the basic mechanics of things. And um, you know, we talked about Minecraft before being sort of a, a modern version of Lego and. Uh, it's sort of interesting because Lego has, you know, Lego has only basically only the square blocks. You can get more complicated blocks and things and parts, right? But and Minecraft only has square blocks. There's there's, there's a lot of comparisons between the mm -hmm. two. Um, yeah, I have uh, I have three big boxes of Lego here uh, that uh, that my children use to build things. There's lots of different roads you can go down then you can you know for for girls you can do 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 the girl thing of building a home and if you're a boy you can build cars and rockets and other kinds of uh other kinds of machines and so uh there's a there's a lot that you can play with there's a lot that can be done there and of course i think it also teaches us that very often we need to break things down before we build things up mm -hmm. and you get to see all the tiny little components of things and you can build something and then break it and turn it into something else and uh, mm -hmm. that, that's a, that's a really nice concept and uh and lego has expanded recently as well to include films and i think that we have to learn to see things from the child's perspective and that uh these uh, movies are always sort of fantastical things. The dreams becoming real, and mm. uh, the the Lego genre with films is pretty pretty interesting. Um, they, they and they have huge um, partnerships with uh, like DC Comics and Marvel to create characters, and then they have their own brand as well. And um, if you watch Lego Movie One and Lego Movie Two, they they make they make fun of the genre themselves. That's mm -hmm. a kind of nice way to approach it. Not not take the whole Lego mm -hmm. world too seriously. The kids' creativity is unparalleled. You know, kids are far more creative than adults, and um, it's it's nice with some of the access to technology that we have now that uh, children can do that or anybody can do that um people can make music on their phone they can make films on their phone they have uh all these different possibilities and applications and um uh also the stop motion graphics films are really good on phones as well my son has that on his phone and he used that with lego in the past as well to make little mm -hmm. films and um so it, it it's nice to give children that opportunity. And um, I think that a lot of the media of the future will be very, very independently created media. Um, the music will come from people in their bedrooms recording, not people in big studios. Um, mm. Films will come from people using just a couple of phones rather than anything else it, it's already happening it already exists mm. um or even people filming within 
virtual environments or virtual worlds where um, a lot of the elements there are completely unlimited. Um, they give people tools and they will build and they will create. That is, that, that's a fundamental principle of Lego and of, and of Minecraft as well, that uh, if you put the tools out there, then um, people will eventually build things with the tools that you, that you give them. And um, this, this is very visible in realizing that children understand things before adults do. And um, it's one of my issues with education. I think a lot of students are brighter than a lot of the teachers. And if, you've, if, you're, if you're one university lecturer and you have a class full of 30 students, there's a high probability that half the class are more intelligent than the lecturer. Um, um, doesn't mean that they know more, but intelligence is not wisdom. Those are, those are two different concepts. And it's highly probable that half the class are wiser than the teacher. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's a very interesting concept from that perspective. Um, and if you look at, say, the digital media sphere, just, just as an example, I was working with a client yesterday whose company just joined TikTok, um, mm -hmm. digital application that shares information across social media. Now, personally, I don't like TikTok. It is a personal thing, but I respect it because I know that it's important <laughs> for a lot of people. And um, so big companies right now are moving into that area of using that social media app. Do you know who the first people to use it were? Mm -hmm. Young girls between the ages of 13 and 15, right? So young girls between the ages of 13 and 15 knew years before big corporations mm -hmm. that this was important in terms of being creative and sharing information with people. The children knew before the adults. Mm -hmm. Long years, years before the adults. And were able to use it years before the adults. So young girls age 13 could use and create with this application years before professionally trained corporations could. Mm -hmm. So, and that's that's one microcosm of, of many things. Another example would be Roblox, which is a game. Roblox is one of the largest game platforms on mobile phones. Mm -hmm. there, there's, okay. a, there's, there's, there's a number. Um, mm -hmm. rec, rec Room is one, uh, Roblox is another, and there are a few other platforms. Now, uh, it's 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 a little it it's like um it's a little bit like Facebook but just with games right and so you 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 log in and you choose the game you want to play and they're they're basically all multiplayer games and um, the games within the game are made by kids the 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 program gives people the tools and the children can go in and build their own games. Now, children have been using this for two to three years, and adults are like, they don't even know that it exists because they don't pay much attention to what the children are doing on their phones, right? This one application is valued on the American stock market at $40 billion. And it's an application built by adults, but 
basically run by children. The same with Rec Room, which is um, an application. It's the only it's the only application that works on all platforms, right? Um, so this is it works on your phone, it works on a PC computer, it works on on a tablet, it works on a PlayStation, it works on your Xbox, it works um, on every every platform. It works in virtual reality as well. Um, and it's it's basically a university where children build their own experiences. And this is the only application that is completely cross-platform in the world. So children have built something that the biggest corporations in the world can't. Mm -hmm. They can't do it. Adults can't do it. You can't do it. I can't do it. Big, big multi-million dollar industrial corporations that have survived for hundreds of years and um, have all of the knowledge and all the resources and all of the people who have all the qualifications, they can't do it. Mm. But children can. And that's, it's a communication application. So children have built an application that allows people all over the world to share and communicate with each other. And adults can't do it. Right, which is, uh, uh, it's one of the reasons why I think that uh, uh, if, if the adults get out of the way and make space for the children, the children will perhaps show the adults a kinder, gentler, more peaceful way to uh, solve problems. Um, uh, what do what 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 do children learn from adults? Um, war. That's what children learn from adults: battles, fights, the inevitability of conflict. Um, oh. Whereas, whereas children tend to find more. I don't know if you've ever watched a. Like, I, I'm always amazed, like watching children's sports, whether it's you know, basketball, football, or any other kind of sport. That the. A lot of children are really, really helpful to other children in the mm -hmm. sports. You get some that are not, fair enough, you know, it, life is competitive. But a lot of children are really, really helpful to other children, encouraging them, supporting them, giving them advice, being there for them. It's really, really interesting, often more than adults. Yeah, because when you start paying people to kick a ball around a park, as they say, shit gets serious. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, it 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 becomes it becomes a different different world at that point in time. Yeah, it becomes life and death for some people. So, uh, anyway, sport is a simulation of war if you look back through history. So, uh, um, better that we have it than we don't. Though. Right. Um, Yay! Well, that's kid. That, that's kids and sports and games and applications and things. And so I, I think we can learn a lot from the children if we if we watch and observe and listen to them. And um, it's always ch it's always children that pick up on things first. Everything comes from the child. And just 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 as just as a couple of points of interest, if you look back through great figures in human history. 
many of them were homeschooled, unschooled, and perhaps not schooled. <laughs> because um, here, here's just one example. Admiral Farragut was the first admiral in the American Navy following the American Revolution. Um, he took charge of his first ship at the age of 11. He was the captain at the age of 11. Mm -hmm. And he was considered the most qualified person to be captain of the ship. This was during a war. Yeah. So um, if we look back through history, we find many examples of children being able to do things that adults can't do. And um, we need to respect them. This is the same way that you're, I'm sure your son builds things in, in, in Lego and you're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> right. Um, so, so we all have these, uh, these different skills. And if, if you look carefully back through history, there's a lot of examples of, um, or even if you, if you, if you look at the news carefully, you know, every, every, month or two months there'll be child discovers new molecule or you know that there, there'll be mm -hmm. there'll be some some child somewhere will will make an amazing discovery like or or a child will look through a telescope and find a new planet somewhere that no one has ever no one has ever seen before or um or, or find find some solution so uh giving giving the environment of opportunity is uh is good I think uh, I think for children and not to uh, not to limit them. F f final note, um, really final note. Um, the um, the most common word that a child hears, what is it? Mm -hmm. There have been studies mm -hmm. of this, right? The, yeah, mo the most yeah. common word that a child hears is the word no, mm -hmm. especially a very young child. You know, what does that lead, what does that lead to? You know, the internalization of negativity at a very young age. Um, so, um, and, and, and it, the other thing is it's natural as a parent to want to say no, because you want to protect your child. Um, but then again, there are these studies that of these, uh, studies of these tribes that live up in trees. I can't remember which part of the world it's in, but you know, there's, there are people who live in trees somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, so there's those big Bobab trees and, and other things always look quite nice. Anyway, um, so so the, the children live up in the trees with their parents and they never fall out of the trees. Is that really it's true? It's true. So they've, they've, yeah, yeah. They've, 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 <laughs> scientists, for some crazy reason, have studied mm. it mm. and that the children never <laughs> fall, even the babies. Mm -hmm. The babies never fall, they crawl to the edge and they look over the edge, but they never fall mm -hmm. because the baby instinctively understands that it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if that's innate within the child or the child senses it from the parents. I'm, I'm not sure which, which one of those it is or maybe something else, but um, the, the normal average parent would be saying, no, <laughs> don't go there, don't do that dangerous be careful <laughs> you'll kill yourself mm. like, like like putting out all that all that uh, all that negativity um yeah i'm trying to think of other examples 
children on farms were often taught to drive tractors as, as young as five to help their parents when working on farms. So if a child age five can drive a tractor and help on a farm, you know, there's, 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 there's a lot that uh, is possible. We understand more when we have more contact with, with reality. Um, and uh, it's, it, it's always, it, it's for each individual parent to make the decisions for themselves about what is right and what is wrong. Um, I, and each, each parent does it differently. And we're all we're all guilty of making the same mistakes as well. Oh, yeah. as, as, You're as, right. As, as, as parents, <laughs> you know, I I I find myself saying, me so, "No, me so. <laughs> don't 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 do that." And, and it, it's hard not to not to panic sometimes, uh, in in any situation, and so um, yeah, the most. The, the most interesting experiments, I think, are the experiments where you don't tell children what to do. You, you, you give them tools and you see how they solve the problems for themselves. And they are often very capable of solving very complex problems because they don't see them as complex. Uh, these are just things that have to be done. It, it's also really, really interesting, the idea that um, that you mentioned that as children, we have these difficult experiences, like a, we need to work on the farm, for example, it's just, which is mm. difficult work. You know, it's it, it's get up early, it's work physically, it's, it's have long days, it, it's uh, um, you know the farm never sleeps, right? <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> there, there's animals and crops and things that need to be done all the time, and um, you have to be aware of the weather and the seasons, and uh, you have to look after everything and take care of everything. It's uh, um, sort of uh you know farming is husbandry of the landscape yeah um so so it it's it's always hard to do to do that and 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 very uncomfortable but when we get older we have a different perspective on it it's mm. like okay I, I learned from that um abraham lincoln american president was left alone by his father at the age of nine mm -hmm. to take care of his younger daughter. Mm -hmm. And so at the age of nine, he was the man in the house and his father went away for, I think it was about two years. <laughs> right. And uh, I think his mother died or something uh, oh, some, yeah. some years before that. So his mother mm -hmm. wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, another, and, and so he had to completely look after himself and his sister. Um, another thing is that that um, he was interested in reading, and uh, he would walk five miles to borrow a book. Which so is, he appreciated. <laughs> yeah, and um, and he taught himself to read as everybody did. Um, at the, at the time of the American Revolution, 98% of the American public was literate. Mm. That's the highest figure in human history. Mm. And there was, this was without schools. And so you can, uh, 
Now, there's one argument on one side, which is, well, there were less people, so it was easier in that in that context. But still, <laughs> but, but still, people taught themselves because they understood the value. Who didn't want to read? I mean, who didn't? It's like who doesn't want to learn, right? Everyone wants to learn something. Everybody's interested in something. It might be something crazy, but everyone's interested in something. And to be interested in that thing, you, you need to be able to read to learn more about it. And so um, most people left to themselves over 100 years ago taught themselves to read. Um, and literacy rates were generally very high in civilized societies. But with the introduction of modern media, where it became less necessary to read because audio and visual transmission of information became more popular with obviously the radio, the television, later the internet and everything connected with it, um, literacy rates began to drop with the introduction of those technologies. Um, so, uh, and uh, the, the classic example of this is take a newspaper from today and take a newspaper from 100 plus years ago, I'd say 150 years ago, and you compare the language in them, right? The language was far more complicated 150 years ago than it is today. 